Welcome, my friends, to Shaking the Salt with Dr. Peppers. My bio reads from troubled teen to teacher of the year, 100-pound weight loss, blah, blah, blah. You know the sort of thing you're working on in your before and after life story. So at the end of the message, stay tuned if you want to contact me for any reason, including prayers. Thank you. And I'm Dr. Peppers, Shaking the Salt. Here we go. I volunteer at a jail, and I'm always on the women's side, and they tell me about the fights that have been going on through the week, but somehow they seem to hear about the men's side, too, and that their fights are bigger and worse, and, you know, this is the way it's been in the past, and we've always had people in our neighborhoods and in our families that just seem to be more aggressive or seem to be the fighters, and we're not surprised Even in our nation today, all of the divisions that are going on, it seems like it puts this big crevice between us wider than ever before. And, you know, we're dealing with a lot of issues. We all had to adapt to the COVID-19, the side effects, the violence, the unrest. We have to just watch the television and say, well, that's another city. That's not in our own backyard. But then when it does happen in our backyard, what can we do about it? Well, what should we as Christians under the great Judeo-Christian values of America, what should we do? Number one, pray. I know I used to be the same way. I said, yeah, really? You think you getting down on your knees and saying something, oh, God, is really going to make a difference? Yeah, I do. It may not make a difference in the person next to me, and it certainly may not change God's mind just because I said it, but it changes me. Prayer changes the prayer, and the prayers that we, you know, sometimes I get so frustrated that I think, what am I going to do now? That's when I'm reminded I have a secret weapon. 24-7, any place, any time, I can pray. I don't have to get down on my knees. I don't have to lie down, sit down, stand up. I don't have to put my hands together. But there's one thing that in the Bible, the great prayer that said, God, please give me wisdom. If we want to really make a difference, at least in our own little sphere, our own little circle, our family and our friends and neighborhood, how are we going to do that if we don't know about wisdom. And so when we ask God to give us wisdom and we pray for our leaders, whatever side of the fence they're on, we need to pray for them. God tells us to, and we pray that God's will shall be done. I can't pray anymore to, oh, God, take us back to what we were before all of this started. No, it wasn't great then either. It's worse now, but what is God doing? I think we have this little secret weapon that we don't use enough, and it's called prayer. When we see problems in our country and we start to just finger the blame at the political leaders or the media or what this party's doing or these people or that group or it all starts in Hollywood. No, it's out of Washington, D.C. When God sees a breakdown and it happens, he points his finger back at us because It is us. We are the people. And when we are the people of the church, when we're supposed to be the ones that care about our brothers and sisters, King Solomon, who was supposed to have had all of the great wisdom of the ages, 
He said, God, to King Solomon, Then, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven, and I will forgive their sins and restore their land. That's found in Second Chronicles 7.14. We usually use that at a lot of political events or when we're in the midst of war or when things are going on that we don't understand. But God is truly saying, I'm looking for my people to live godly lives, turn from their personal sin, and he says, I will hear from heaven and forgive their sins and restore their land. So where do we start? God tells us. We pray, and you may be facing a personal crisis in your own life right now. I have friends who are really sick physically. Some are bedridden. Some have been put on hospice. There are people that recently you've had a loved one that has died. Maybe you're going through a horrible time in employment. I know that a lot of places have shut down and people have been cast out of their work, and you may not even have money enough right now to make the next bills paid. And then you will experience God's peace, though, when you get to the place where he says, you don't have to worry about this, but instead pray about everything. Tell God what you need and then thank him for what he has already done. This is in Philippians 4, 6. Be anxious for nothing but through prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Make your requests known to God. And the peace that passes all understanding shall be yours in Christ Jesus. Who will guard your heart? The peace that you don't even understand is the peace that people through the ages, the biblical ages, our personal American ages, and even through our family and forefathers' ages. There was one thing that was always in the back part of my mind, is that when we have this secret weapon, when we know that we have the power of prayer, God says to pray without ceasing. Now, we can't pray every second of the day, But in the original language, the word that describes their prayer is the same word that describes what Jesus prayed in the Garden of Gethsemane, where his sweat became like great drops of blood falling to the ground. That was a prayer of passion. It was agonizing prayer. He knew what he was facing, and he wasn't afraid of the cross. He wasn't afraid of what men can do to him. But he was praying for his own disciples, for his own followers, and for all of those who were to come behind them. That's you, my friend. That's me. If we are fellow believers, we can come together in prayer. Corporate prayer, I know, keep your distance. But we can pray individually. We can pray with our family members in our home. Men, you are the head of the household. Pray. Women, if you're the head of your household, pray. Children, pray. Teenagers, pray. If you've never trusted in Christ as your Savior, this is where you can start with a simple prayer. God, I have done wrong. I am a sinner. And he says, well, all of us have sinned and fallen short. Then when we admit it, we say, God, please help me believe that you so love this world 
You sent your only begotten Son, Jesus Christ. Help me believe that he died for me, that he loves me no matter what. And just say it out loud, God, I am now receiving you. I'm receiving Christ as my Savior. I want to live for you. I can't do anything about all of this fighting and the horrible things that are going on in the world, but I can make a difference in my own little sphere of influence, my own family, my own community, my own neighborhood. And God, please, however many days I have left on the face of this earth, let them be used for you and for others, and to let others know the best gift you can ever give yourself is to fall to your knees, use that secret weapon of prayer, and ask Christ to be Lord of your life. You'll change, and all of the people around you will see that change, and they're going to want what you have. You can give it to them, too. God bless you, my friends. I'm Deborah Peppers, Dr. Peppers, shaking the salt, and I'm shining God's light. Thanks for staying on, my friend. If you would like to contact me, visit saltandlightministry.com. If you want to share your story with me, ask a question, have me come speak to your group, or maybe just request prayer. Once again, saltandlightministry.com. Thanks and God bless.